I am mining investor and editor of Resource Stock Digest, Gerardo Del Real, here with my partner, Mr. Nick Hodge, who also is an investor and is the publisher of Daily Profit Cycle. This is the 199th episode of our weekly therapy session that we call Investing in Bizarro World, where you know we talk about the markets, we talk about what we're investing in, we talk about some of the crazy stuff that's going on all around us. This week, we're going to get right into it. We're going to jump into awards. We got some awards to hand out. We'll briefly talk about the CIA killing JFK and it not making anyone's bingo card, nor anyone caring. <laughs> Everybody already knew. <laughs> we're going to talk about SBF back in the U.S. and out and about. Um, but before we get into that, Nick, how are you? It's been an interesting week, man. It's um, been interesting for sure. I've been traveling across the country, made it back to the East Coast where I haven't <laughs> been for a couple of years. Um, looking forward to spending time with family, looking forward to the holidays and, um, seemingly as busy as ever as, as that all comes to a close. So, um, no shortage of action in the, in the market and, uh, plenty of things to, to do, but I'm well, how are you? I am well, thank you for asking. Um, yeah, let, let, let's get into it. I actually don't want to do a lot of market commentary because I feel like the trading action, whether we're talking about the major indices gold, silver, copper, the dollar, Bitcoin, it all kind of did the exact same thing that it did the previous week. So I'd much rather jump into some of the awards that we want to hand down. But I do want to take a second to say that, you know, by the time everybody um, gets this, uh, you know, Christmas would have came and gone and, and it will be headed towards the new year. For those that celebrate Hanukkah, I hope you had a great one. For those that celebrate Christmas, I hope you had a great one. And um, yeah, I, I hope everybody has a great 2023. I know for a lot of traders and a lot of speculators in the resource space, it was a tough year. Um, you and I, fortunately, you know, were able to pick some winners that really helped pick up, you know, the, 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 the laggards in the portfolio and made for a pretty spectacular year, I think, on both fronts. So congrats to you. And I'll pat myself on the back a little bit as well. I had, you know, my best personal year and that was just by doing what I often do and sometimes gets me in trouble by over leveraging myself on an aggressive position that just happened to work out really well. But um, yeah, let's let, let's get right into it. Do you have any market commentary you're dying to get off your chest or do you kind of feel that it's kind of similar to what happened last week? I can do it in 30 seconds. Um, the S&P has turned back around. So surprise, surprise, we're still in a bear market, um, which isn't really anything changing. But, you know, people were starting to get um, wound up because the S&P had been going up for a couple of weeks. And um, that's now firmly out the window, back to bear market. Um, you know, corporations are starting to announce earnings, which I've told you were going to be horrendous for this upcoming quarter. And, you know, that's the case. Um, the 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 canary in the in the coal mine this week was Micron Technology, who went from, you know, a dollar, uh, over a dollar per share earnings last quarter to negative uh, 18 cents per share earnings this quarter. Um, and from the year ago quarter, they were over $2 a share. So they um, it might be headed the, to $2 a share well, at this that pace. Was, <laughs> that was the impetus for the most recent S&P sell-off. It was down 2% the Thursday, the day we recorded this. They're going to lay off 10% of their staff. And there's only 486 more S&P companies to report. So we'll see. Um, I'll give you my quick uh, market commentary that I want to touch on. And, you know, we'll talk about this company a bit here during awards time. But Patriot Battery Metals, look, I had a, it's funny, I had a friend that's done extremely well. I mean, I mean, extremely well, right? He was positioned really, really well, really, really early. It has held the position and even added to it in his trading account here. 
I mean, added a year ago. So, you know, he, he's in good shape. And uh, he reached out to me yesterday, yesterday being the 21st of December on Patriot. And he said, man, this thing's gone down quite a bit in the past couple of weeks. And I had to remind him that it made new all-time highs on December the 8th. And that, you know, if you look at the whole year, I, I, I zoomed out and showed him a one-year chart. I said, you see those little spikes? You see those little blips? You see what comes after the little blips? I said, just don't overthink it, man. Just sit tight and enjoy your multi-million dollar gains. Like, just be happy. <laughs> have a great Christmas. Have a great New Year's and just let it shake out. So listen, whether you have a million shares, two million shares, a thousand shares of Patriot Battery Metals, whenever your position is, I think the recent pullback is likely close to being over. It was shorted from the all-time highs into that ASX listing. I know, you know, there's been some some structural things there that have gotten in the way of the Canadian price ticker and the Australian ticker reaching parity with the currency discount. But uh, I think that's over. You know, they're trading pretty close hand in hand. Today being Thursday the 22nd, um, it was up some 7% at one point. I think we're going to see some follow through. And look, I know we have holidays coming up, obviously, but there's still a lot of trading days left in this year. And you've seen Patriot. It can pull back 40% in, in two weeks. It can also be up 200% in a couple of weeks. So curious to see where it ends the year keeping fingers crossed for double digits. I'd hope for 20. I don't think we get there. Definitely think uh, there's a good shot at double digits. And then bring on 2023 because I'm not into it for, you know, 10 bucks or 15 bucks. I'm into it for much higher prices. Well, trees don't grow to the sky. I've always been told and taught. And um, the chart looks actually, you know, healthy. It's pulled back to the level it was before the most recent run up. And uh, that's how you get the energy for the next slingshot, right? It's done it every single month for the past 12 months, folks. It, th- th- this one isn't hard. You don't have to be brilliant or a great technical chartist or any of that. Um, we know the company has catalysts. We know the company has, you know, 30 some holes to report. Um, we know they're talking to every major minor chemical company. And when I say major mining companies, I'm not talking just lithium companies, by the way. So, you know, this is all public information. Sit tight, let those assays come out. They're about to embark on it the most aggressive drill program it's ever had. And oh, by the way, we probably get a resource estimate uh, in the first quarter or early second quarter of 2023. That'll be, I think, between 135, I'm up in it now, to 175 million tons. And that's if it doesn't include CB13, which I think on its own, you know, we'll see some of those widths and some of those grades. But if it does what I think it can do, I think that's a good 35 to 50 million ton deposit in its own right. Start talking a couple of hundred million tons. That adds up real quick. You put that on the ASX and you're going to see $20, $30 here in 2023. So that's my market commentary on Patriot that I know a lot of you write in about. So figured I'd give it to you. Let's get right into it. You ready to hand out some awards, Nick? Let's do it. I saw the award yeah. categories and I, I have my nominees. Uh, I'm going to start with you then. Let's go for best IR person. Um. Best IR person is Sean Perger from the Grosso Group. Um, and I'm not sure if I've given him the award uh, or not before. He might have been a runner-up because we've done that a couple of years. But He was last year, yes, sir. Uh, um, the runner-up. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he gets the actual award this year. That's great. Um, you know, he executes for multiple companies. He's always reaching out, um, you know, getting the interviews for his companies, making sure you have the news. Um shaking you down, you know, trying to get you to recommend his companies, making sure you don't forget about them. Um, and he does it, like I say, for multiple companies in the the Grosso Group, Golden Arrow, Blue Sky, uh, Uranium, um, and Argentina Lithium, yes, sir. Um, which we happen to finance at that 20 cents and has subsequently gone over 30 cents and raised money at higher prices and is on to a new lithium discovery in 
Argentina, as you like to say. So, um, Sean is diligent, and he's my IR person of the year. All right. I've, I've given this award multiple times to Amir Adnani. Um, Amir, you, as always, have done a brilliant job this year. My hat's off to you. You executed beautifully for both gold mining and UEC. But this year, the award goes to Jordan Trimble of Sky Harbor Resources. I got to it's 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 a passing of the torch in the sense that look Jordan has emerged there the, the Sky Harbor has yet to to really hone in on that high grade you know significant discovery that it's been looking for but as far as getting ahead of all of the major catalysts and positioning the company for future catalysts he's done a brilliant job executing on the project generator model, joint venturing properties, bringing in a co, a new co-flagship, a former Rio Tinto project. And look, there's not a, a, a news release that comes out where he's not emailing me, texting me, calling me, wanting to talk about it, wanting to provide, you know, uranium macro take, which is always excellent. Um, earning every one of those dollars that he's being paid, not just as CEO, but as a real professional IR person. So I'm giving it to Jordan Trimble this year. Good work there, Jordan. And I, I I agree actually on Sean. Sean is a great runner up. He is as as insistent and diligent as anyone out there. And if I had a mining company and I hired an IR person, that's exactly what I would want out of them. Sure. Yeah, Jordan's a great pick too. That's even more than IR. It's, you know, corporate development, biz dev, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, and they got a lot of drilling coming up, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, same, same. He's positioned that company and shareholders well. Um, let's start with the most disappointing stock in, in in our respective portfolios deck before we go pat ourselves on the back too much. And that's uh, e- it's easy. Our, and a, let's eat some crow real quick. It's easy in a tough year. I mean, and also your brain is wired from evolutionary times to recognize. Um, you know, fear more than non-fear, more than opportunity. And that translates into investing um, in the fact that you remember your losers more than your winners um, uh, over time. It's just that your brain is is hardwired. So when I start thinking about losers and, and you know, I'm a, I'm a half empty guy anyway, the glass is half empty. So I, I tend to think about the negative more anyway. So that's why we get along uh, well. I'm the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, there was a couple I looked at, but the most disappointing was, and I know what yours is going to be, but for me it was um, Anna Cortez Mining, um, which we financed. It rolled back, so there's one negative against it um, at a at a at a at a, at a post rollback price of. Uh, $2.40. I wrote a check and then had others write a check as well. And, um, you know, it's a high-grade oxide uh, project uh, uh, recognized around the world. Uh, Got some leadership in there that had had a good run before um, in the gold space, but the the drill results just didn't um, come up to to par with what the the deposit had shown before, and the stock sold all the way down to forty cents as it trades today. So from two forty down to forty cents, um, sold it to, in the letter actually today. Um, end of the year tax loss to offset some of the gains. And we'll be doing that personally, and you know sometimes things don't work out, and 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 that's how it goes. And and this was one of them. The company has money to drill, um, but has has shelved that, and it. it the spirit of preserving capital and um, has been sort of um, 
advertising or, or flagging to the market that an acquisition was in the works. That hasn't materialized. Um, and they ended up putting a press release out about that, that, you know, they had a deal on the table, but it hasn't got across the finish line yet. And so um, disappointing uh, on multiple fronts from the, the share price to the drill results to the uh, not being able to, to sell the asset and move on. Um, then I could have a couple of more, but that won't hold the mic. Well, let's get to mining. You already know it's 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 got to be Magna Gold, right? Yep. This is a company that, look, we initially financed at ten cents. It ran to a high of one dollar and eighty cents. Um, gold started to consolidate, and then you know with the pullback in the gold price, the company started to consolidate. It sits at three cents right now, and so with Magna Gold, what happened, right? It's a classic mining. Why I try to stay away from miners, right? Um, classic mining. Uh, mistake. Uh, the company didn't raise capital at higher prices. It put itself in, in a position where the liabilities that it had, outstanding payments, um, payments to contractors, contracting equipment, um, it put itself in a position where it had to rely on the geologic model holding up and them finding the ounces they anticipated would be there. And all that, all it took to derail the company was one bad quarter, right? 7,000 or so ounces um, that just you know, from 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 reading the the MDNA, just simply weren't there. And you know, but I I think obviously the market's full of sharks and predators. And you know, I, I I've heard whispers that there were deals on the table for some M and A that 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 was shorted. It set the share price down to fifty forty cents. And I heard there was a financing in place at that level. And then you know, mysteriously a week or two later, there was there was uh, a, a walking away at the table by the group that was going to finance it. That sent it down to twenty cents. Um, and, and look, here we are at three cents. So Magna Gold, Magna Gold, why haven't I sold it in the portfolio? Um, why am I thinking about buying some uh, personally? At three cents, it's it's one good quarter away from being back to the profitable mining company that it was three quarters ago. And so at three cents with the market cap, it's like a $4 million market cap. You have a fully permitted mine with over 2 million ounces. Um and you have high-grade oxide, you have underground mining, you have satellite deposits, you have an excellent silver property that yielded some of the more exciting silver results out of Mexico earlier this year at, at the Margarita Project. You have all the makings of a very successful mid-tier. So either Magna's back at a dollar, $1.50 this time next year, or it's going to be bankrupt in a month or a month and a half. And so for me, the question I personally ask myself is how much of my capital, my hard-earned capital... Am I willing to gamble on the fact that it's not going to be bankrupt if it doesn't find, you know, a white knight or or someone that can come in and provide a combination of financing and a loan to allow Arturo to do what he what he usually does best, which is execute brilliantly. Again, guy uh, got to own that one. It went from a buck eighty to three cents, and so yeah, that's mine. Definitely frustrating. Um, involved on making some friendly introductions to to, to several groups and. You know, hopefully there's some traction there, but no guarantees. Everybody, y'all have to do your own due diligence on that. Uh, definitely worth um, speculative capital that you can afford to completely lose because you might. Um, but I'm, I'm keeping it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see if I nibble. We'll see if I add. Um, but that's mine. Definitely Magna Gold. Just completely dis disappointed. I would have guessed as much. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we'll see where that ends. Um, Let's talk about, you know, the least disappointing stock, right? The best performing stock in the portfolio. We'll start with you, Mr. Hodge. So in the, in, in the letters, uh, the most successful um, uh, company for me has been Critical Elements Lithium. 
uh, for the year. I'm just looking at the calendar year. Sure. Right? So I wrote it down, so I got it right. Started the year at a dollar thirty-five, went to a high of at two fifty-three. Uh, that doesn't match your lithium returns, and and I know what your answer has to be, but that's sort of a once in a, a lifetime or twice in a lifetime type discovery there. So, but it's in the same space and. Yep. Um, the the stock performed well. They got their final permit. They're they're now construction ready. They're entertaining uh, financing and off take offers from from n- numerous outfits, just like Patriot Battery uh, is. And um, it, you know, one thirty five to two fifty three in in a year is good work, especially in the in the year that we've had. But you know, we're in at the at the first price. Um, much lower than that anyway, you know, 30 cents with 45 cent warrants that have been exercised. And so um, that's pretty good return. I still hold the the bulk of my shares um, and have recommended it now in, in multiple letters and, and think it'll continue to be a, 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 a quality uh, investment for, you know, all the reasons that we know lithium is going to be a quality investment for years to come, coupled with the fact that they now have their permits. So it's critical elements for me. Now, look, you're not going to go broke making those types of gains, Nick. And uh, that, that heck of a pick, uh, the war insurance that sweetens it up. Uh, look, critical elements, uh, having itself a permit is 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 so great for that entire James Bay region, right? Obviously, it's a, it's a positive for my um, best performing stock this year, which everyone knows is Patriot Battery Metals. I won't recite it all again. Help finance it at 16 cents. I'm sitting strong there at the $7 level today, hit a high of 10 something year just a few weeks ago. I think it's headed much higher, as I said earlier on, but- um, It's my personal, that's my personal best return too, but I didn't recommend it, but I I have a shareholder. (laughs) So yeah, for both, it's both for me, right? I recommended it in all three services. We finance it, then we put on you know, a long-term uh, position on it. And then we put a trade on it that I'm holding because, again, I'm not touching that until somewhere in the 20s and 30s. But um, look, I think that region, back to James Bay, is ripe for consolidation. And if I'm a real Tinto and I'm looking for lithium deals, I'm looking for districts. I'm looking for entire regions that, you know, there can provide some efficiencies of scale, can provide uh, for cost offsets. When I look at the hydropower available, to a company like Patriot and and and, and the access available uh, to a company like uh, Critical Elements. Uh, oh, God, that's, that's mouthwatering, right? I mean, if you're a major wanting to write a check and you're wanting to secure lithium supply for the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years, you want scale, you want stability, you want rule of law, you want multiple companies, you don't just want a district, you want a region. James Bay offers all of that in spades, baby. So I think we're going to get a Boise's Bay type of situation where, you know, there's just a bid after bid and 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 a buyout war that materializes in the next couple of years. And I don't think it'll be just for Patriot. I think it's going to be for multiple companies in that region. So yeah, go Patriot Battery Metals. Uh, obviously, I'm excited for 2023. And obviously, I think, you know, both the macro and the micro for 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 the companies in the region that have significant discoveries are going to continue to do very, very, very well. Is Blair going to have to take off his shoe? He might have to. He might have to. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I'll keep the private conversations private, but, you know, it's uh, I, I've teased them about writing his memoirs one day, and, you know, <laughs> I, I've had some people write in with scenarios with, you know, $100 price targets. I'm not that bullish yet. I, I've, I've mentioned here, I can see a path to 50, though. I can see a clear path to 50. And 
you know, with some discovery luck on some of those other clusters, um, and 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 some luck on the macro side. Sure, I I I, I could. I could Maybe, maybe, maybe triple digits, but yeah, that'd be a couple of years away. I, th- I think, you know, I think 50 still reasonable by the end of next year if uh, things cooperate. So, Patriot's definitely mine. Let's, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see what it does here in 2023. Looking forward to it. All right, what do we got next? Uh, this is actually the same answer, so I'm not even going to answer the exploration story of the year. I mean, for me, it's got to be Patriot. You just discovered a lithium district when lithium's at all time highs, and turns out that your lithium district probably is going to hold multiple hundred million tons and might end up being the biggest hard rock lithium d- discovery ever um, before it's all said and done. So kind of hard to argue with that on my end of it. Anything on your end that sticks out other than Patriot? I wrote down a couple and I went outside the portfolio because there's nice. a couple of expo- exploration stories that got rewarded this year. So you'll get your money's worth for this free podcast. Um, money back and, guarantee. And, and, and I guess a lot of people in the resource space know about these or have heard of them, but worth rattling them off. There was Western Alaska, um, which had a discovery at water pump, um, you know, uh, very wide widths of, of, you know, one to two gram gold, you know, hundreds of meters. Uh, that stock went from $1 to $6. So that's good work. If you can get it, it's pulled back a little bit. Um, the other one that was getting a lot of chatter and, and airtime this year was Snowline. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snowline Gold up in the Yukon with their Rogue project. Um, that stock went from $0.70 cents to $4. Yeah. Um, again, has pulled back a bit. They raised some money at higher prices, so good on them. But had a lot of analysts and newsletter writers uh, talking about them and started exhibiting at the shows this year. Um Another one that ran hard and, and flew under the radar of a lot of folks is a company called American Eagle oh, and yeah. probably had the best return, actually, going from $0.02 cents to $0.33 cents, um, on a copper discovery at their NAK project in British Columbia. Um, so those are three that have been rewarded in the in the market, have made discoveries, have been good exploration stories. And then one that's caught my attention, but I haven't dug in dug into as as much as I should, is I eighty gold. Yes, uh, which continues to put out good results at the the Ruby Hill project. Uh, it's a CRD uh, carbon replacement deposit, but has a couple of different styles of mineralization and a couple of different um, the metals that are there. Um, and that hasn't been as rewarded as the as the first three I just mentioned there. That's a U and Downey company. Um, so there's four. I mean, I gave you four. Sorry about that. But uh, those are the ones, the first three are the ones that really were recognized by the market and, and had people talking, of course, outside of Patriot Battery Metals. Love it. Um, you and Downey, obviously, uh, you know, involved with another company that we help finance. It should be going public soon, actually. I forgot about, there's like four companies in my safe where I have paper certificates and they're, they're not small holdings, by the way. I mean, they're they're significant enough for me to where I shouldn't be forgetting about them, but- it was a pleasant Christmas present when I reached into my safe the other day and realized that I still have like three or four companies that are going public here in the next oh, yeah. couple of months, I believe. And so looking forward to that happening in 2023, um, let's look forward a little bit, Nick. I, I, I didn't want to look backwards and talk, you know, major indices and, and commodities um, for the week because, again, it was a pretty boring week on that front. But let's look forward. What do you see for the major indices starting Q1, Q2? More of the same? Yeah, so and this wasn't on the list, so this is all off the cuff. But you know, it's just uh, the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, so, you, you know, you see it. all these CNBC folks putting out their S and P targets for the end of the year, and you know everybody was wrong for this year. It got sold off pretty dang hard. 
um, it's down something like 15 or 17 percent. If I have to look, you asked about six months. If I had to look all the way to the end of the year, the, yeah. to the end of 2023, I think it's it's relatively flat. Um, mm. and, and I'll tell you why. And I think you get a down first two quarters, and then I think it starts to, to rebound in the in the second half of 2023. Um, you know, I continue to think it goes lower at the S&P I'm talking about in the first two quarters of, of 2023 for reasons I've said a million times in, in newsletters and, and on this podcast is, you know, slowing growth and recession, higher rates for longer than people realized, and um, the earnings growth just simply not being there. And we're starting to see that already, like I said, at the top of this podcast with 14 companies of the already reporting. So, um, yeah, I think it's a rough six months. Um, and then I think on the back side of that, you get a, a really good environment for for gold, a really good environment mm. for um, copper, and um, perhaps even sooner than that, a good environment for uranium. Because I've convinced myself that you know fundamentally it's all there for for uranium, um, but the the they just got ahead. The stocks got ahead of their skis earlier in the year, and they became a victim of tax law selling here in the past two months. Uh, even ones that are now just getting fucking gravy handed to them from the U.S. government. So, um, you know, um, gravy yeah, in the th- form of dollars, y'all. Yeah, yeah. So I think yeah. investors are just selling them down, and and I think with the flip of the calendar, the 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 uranium sentiment sort of flips as well. I couldn't agree more. I am looking forward to a phenomenal 2023 and across the commodity space, especially um, in copper. Lithium, I think, will continue at current levels, if not higher. Uranium, I think, will double at the very least from here in 2023. Um, uh, copper, we've talked about copper, you know, in the past. Been, I'm, I'm very, very bullish in copper. Uh, what else? What else? I, look, in the precious metals, again, gold and silver, right they're going to have a heck of a 2023. Um, the precious metals didn't break out the way I thought they would in 2022. I thought we'd get that in Q4. But they did a great job of preserving wealth. And I'll put, you know, the gold chart up against any of the major indices any day of the week and take that return every single year. If those are the only two, um, you know, financial instruments that you want to use, uh, gold gold did well for preserving wealth this year. So, yeah, excited for 2023. I can't wait for it. I hope everybody has a phenomenal new year. We will be taking a week off to let you all enjoy the rest of 2022, but expect us to be back at it with episode slash therapy session number 200 to kick off the new year. So exciting times, Nick, anything you want to add to that? No, that way they don't have to look at me and my, um, the jihad lighting here from the the cave in Afghanistan where I'm putting (laughs) this message out from. Um, so to give us time to celebrate the holiday with our family, hopefully you all do the same and um, then we'll get back to our regularly scheduled programming early in, in 2023. Love the comments, everyone. Love the feedback. I hope all of you have a phenomenal start to your 2023. Have a phenomenal New Year's. Please be safe out there. Check us out at dailyprofitcycle.com forward slash subscribe to make sure you're getting updates and the market commentary straight to your inbox. Go to Daily Profit Cycle. Check out all the free information you have there. And if you have a free second and you want some more sponsor paid free information, you can go to resourcestockdigest.com. I'm Gerardo Del Real, along with Mr. Nick Hodge. It was a great 2022 with everybody, and I'm really looking forward to 2023. See you, Soft. See you. There you go. See you. Have a good one.
Hey there, you independent-minded investor. If you like this video, make sure to tell us so by clicking the like button below. Subscribe to our channel so you never miss another one. And share it with everyone you know on social media. You can also click the link in the description below to check out more information-packed videos just like this one. Thanks for watching.